Her Majesty the Queen of Rodeo joins us on this episode of We're No Damn Experts. Jody Rempel talks all things rodeo queening and what you need to know beyond the crown, sash, and boots. Coming up. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. I'm Shannon Newth. And And we're we're No Damn Damn Experts. Today in the studio with us is someone I've known for some years, had no clue the extent of what she was capable of knowing (laughs) until we did a podcast with her brilliant spouse. Yes. And so I'm extremely excited to visit with Jody, first time on the podcast, mm-hmm. who's going to talk to us about rodeo queening, if that's even <laughs> the right word. Is that a verb? <laughs> is, did I say is it rod- right? Is rodeo queening a, a yeah. term? Yes, yeah. of course. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't question my expertise <laughs> no, in I this like area. <laughs> Jody can. <laughs> but I do. Well, I was confirming with the expert. Yeah, yeah that, that's thank a word. You. Yeah. yeah. I wanted that to happen mm-hmm. as well. So welcome, Jody. Is this your first po- podcast? It's my first podcast. Oh. So thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here and uh, <laughs> introduce you to the world of rodeo queening. queening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did um did you listen to Gary's episode? Of course I did. <laughs> so you got a I did. rundown of the craziness you're I, to expect talking yeah. to the two of us. <laughs> yes. And if you want to refer to me as your majesty, that's okay. Oh, okay. Well. That's great. Okay. That is. <laughs> I'm sorry. We didn't bow when she walked in. How <laughs> no. rude. Well, she didn't have her She's crown. She's not wearing a crown. Kidding. So she didn't yeah. even bring it in a case like Mrs. Montana did. Oh, that's did. true. Yeah. Mrs. Montana brought her crown and sash with her. Well, of course, so she's then we knew. currently raining. So she al- she also had that's her heels. So yeah. I'm going to start carrying my own crown <laughs> in my own little case. Yes. Yes. And um, you, you know, a wand to wave. Yeah. Oh, is does the is the wand totally technically a whip for the horse? It just kind of doubles. No, as just both? a wand. Okay. You can do magic things with oh, it. Okay. So it's always good. good. We should always, all of us should carry a little wand around oh, with us. I agree. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I have a crystal ball on my desk, which that is kind of. Yeah. Is it invisible? I don't think I've ever seen it. No, it's not invisible, Shannon. Oh. It's, <laughs> it's a crystal. It's clear. Oh. <laughs> Clear, not invisible. <laughs> Two different things. Now I want to look for it. <laughs> Clearly, I don't wander into your office very often. <laughs> so, Jody, what happened in your life where you ended up becoming an expert on queen competitions, rodeo queen competitions? Well, that sounds a little dubious. <laughs> Doesn't it? Really? Your Majesty? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I... Yeah, sometimes I wonder, don't we all kind of wonder how did we, <laughs> how end we ended up, up yeah. here? Yeah. <laughs> yes. The number of times I was helping sew shirts for Rodeo Queen competitors, I often questioned, <laughs> how did I end up here? That's how right. did you That's end right. up you do, there? You what? Yeah. I, like there were I moments I was sewing these shirts onto their bodies. There was no way to take them off. Besides the seam ripper. I have so many questions. When did you sew rodeo queen outfits onto humans? In college. It was an unpaid internship (laughs) (laughs) because of the people I chose to live with. And one of them's mom was Sounds like more of a hazing ritual. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) This is what you get for living with us. Well, that and when they learn, oh, you know how to sew? Perfect. Let's get this done. Yeah, maybe don't share that. But the only benefit was one of my roommate's moms was a a school cook. And so this is probably illegal and it's past the statute of limitations, so we're fine. (laughs) But she would steal like the pre-made cookie, chocolate chip cookie Mm, dough mm -hmm. pucks and send us, brings us bags of those. So we just always had chocolate chip cookie dough 
at the ready. That's good wonderful. Trade. So I was like, well, yeah. since your mom does bring us those she chocolate sneaks chip in cookies, cookies. <laughs> I'll do some sewing. I don't you. know if she stole them from the school, <laughs> well, if she bought them and brought them to us. It does not maybe matter. Maybe she wrote it down somewhere so it counted and just yeah. hit the note. So yeah. I was like, okay, but yeah. Okay. I did not know your past in sewing Rodeo Queen outfits. Yep. Hmm. It was it was a great time <laughs> in my life. <laughs> did you ever sew um, something onto Jody? No. Okay. No, nothing. But <laughs> I think... Me. But, you know, you really... You don't just fall into Rodeo Queening. I, no. It's, it's kind of it, something you, des- you decide. Yeah, you decide there's, a, do. there's definitely a trajectory that you end there's up on a, where all of a path. sudden you're like, okay. There's a path. It for most young women, I believe, it starts, you know, is the horse crazy young girl. That's usually yeah. where it starts. That is, makes sense. Is your horse crazy young girl. I didn't come from a rodeo or ranching background per se. Mm. Um, but um, when I was around the age of 10 and my father was retiring, he, my family was going to move to the state of Washington where mm. my mother was from. And, of course, when you're 10 years old, you know, the last thing you want to do is move away from your yeah. friends and sure. your family. It's got to be life-ending. Y- yeah, it was, yes. <laughs> World yes. dramatic. I around made my me. displeasure known. <laughs> well done, yeah. Jody. So the, the, the carrot to entice me to have a more favorable outlook on the whole move <laughs> thing was... We'll get you a horse. Oh, Oh, that would have done it for me. We'll get you a horse. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure they thought they probably weren't going to get a horse, but that's the first thing we did. (laughs) Yeah. Good. At the ranch. Held them to it. (laughs) At the ranch, got a horse. Yeah. And so then, you know, from there, it's, you know, then I had a neighbor and we rode all day long every day. And then Mm -hmm. she said, well, there's this a drill team, an equestrian mm, drill team. Mm-hmm. Let's join that. So next thing you know, we're in that. I'm in 4-H. And, you know, and I think that's kind of the progression for a, a lot of girls is it's either you're, you know, you have that rodeo and ranching background, you're involved in rodeo, you're involved in 4-H or FFA, and you get involved with your horses, you get involved with horse activities and start going to clubs and rodeos and play days. And, um, and you see that there's there's more things you can do with your horses and ways to meet other young ladies who have the same aspirations you do. And then you see the beautiful rodeo queens riding mm-hmm. in the arena. Uh-huh. And, and then that's where you set your goals on someday being a rodeo queen. Mm-hmm. Were you ever interested in trick riding? Because that's another direction. Ooh. That's another path you could end up taking. That is. And I was not there... Where I grew up, there was not trick riding, okay. so I really was not exposed to that at a young age. I think had I been, I definitely would have gone that route Ooh, because mm. I was interested in, I was in gymnastics. You oh. could do it now. So I, Just go for it now. <laughs> that's a hard no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, Gary's, Gary's Not much for ideas <laughs> around here that are going to be accepted. Well, Gary's retiring, right? So he can, he can be your guardian, just follow you around while you learn to trick yeah, ride. Yeah, the idea of hanging sideways <laughs> off of a horse is... No, no, at this point in my life. But, but yes, that w- that would have that would have been fun as well. Well, yeah. and the rodeo queen serves as kind of this great ambassador to rodeo. You know, they're not just the absolute gorgeous halftime or intermission entertainment mm-hmm. that come through with the flags for all of our sponsors. Right. They do a lot for the sport. They do. And I think, you know, most girls, they end up it's kind of like its own program where you go to clinics and, you know, many girls go to lots of clinics in preparation for entering their first competition. And you learn all the things that go into making a rodeo. You learn all of the rules and regulations and how all of the events are done. And then that helps you to become a better representative of not only the sport of rodeo, but then, of course, the Western way of life. And mm-hmm. I think for most of us, that's really what we're all passionate about, is representing that Western way of life and the values mm-hmm. and traditions of of the West and, and yeah. living a ranching lifestyle, farming ranching lifestyle, and all of those values that go along with it. And so, yes, they're very much, um, you know, 
not just a representative, but they're a spokesperson mm. for the sport and for those Western values that we all hold so dear, especially here in Great Falls and mm-hmm. anywhere in Montana. So if I remember correctly from our conversation with Gary, somehow you two met in the rodeo world because you you did finally achieve that big crown <laughs> on top of your hat and were a rodeo queen. I I was. I was. <laughs> what were all the titles you've gotten to hold? I had two uh, local titles before I went on to be Miss Rodeo Washington. Um, I The equestrian drill team that I told you about, yeah. I was their queen oh. at a young age, so that was fun. Um, and then after that, I became the OMAC Stampede Queen mm-hmm. in OMAC, Washington, and then went on to become Miss Rodeo Washington. So, um, yes, and through that whole process, you know, you you come in contact with other <laughs> gals who are doing yep. the same thing and you kind of, you travel in the same circles and, and it really is a lot of fun. You get to do a lot of traveling, but there's also, you know, so much, um, you know, public speaking appearances. Um, you know, we, we'd call it the rubber chicken circuit. Cause you, <laughs> we you guys, call, well, you we call the it the, circuit? what do we call it? The, we call it the dog and pony. Yes. Yes. That too. Yeah. Um, the full name dog and pony <laughs> show. Um, I've heard that term before used for lots of things. Yes. What is the what's the rubber chicken well, circle the rubber, or whatever you rubber said. chicken circuit is, circuit. you know, going to all of the civic organization lunches oh, luncheons sure. and, yeah, yeah. and speaking okay. to them, you know, the the yeah, lions, the dog and pony the show. Yeah. Rotary, mm-hmm. the gotcha. all those. Yeah. So you do a lot of those as a rodeo queen and mm. but it really helps your public speaking for sure. You know, you really um develop all those skills doing a lot of mm-hmm. luncheons i think it sounds better <laughs> than the dog and pony yeah because <laughs> i really did just short well it. they usually serve chicken so <laughs> so that's not good <laughs> it's kind of rubbery i joined a, i was part a long time ago i was part of a social organization that i was the youngest member of by many 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 years and they met on Mondays, and I always called it Soft Food Monday. Oh, no. Because <laughs> well, yeah. nothing they served did you have to chew. <laughs> and I know that's awful, but, you know, when you're with a bunch of 70-year-old men, it's probably wow. a good plan yeah. to yeah. not have a lot of chewing involved. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Can you, can you relate? I'm trying to guess what organization that is. <laughs> yeah. um, Could be a there was one other person, and I was not married at the time, but there was one other person about my age, gentleman, and the older heritage members of the social group, which were every one of them, were like, when are you two going to start having babies uh, to get kids in the school? And I'm like... <laughs> Like with each it's other, like we're both looking at each other, school. like with with each other. Like I think he's still engaged. You're still engaged to Kristen, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm. I I don't want to. Yeah. Oh my I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> well, you're of the age. I'm like, no, no. I'm. We're you're good. Of, you're of the age. You two are here, so yeah, clearly populate the school. Yeah, I'm really work. wondering what kind of a club I, this was. <laughs> She's also from a very small town in northern Montana, so (laughs) if that helps. I've got lots of stories, but I'll start my own Uh, podcast. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. So you go to speak at a lot of luncheons. Do you share, what does the Rodeo Queen talk about on these rubber chicken circuits? (laughs) Well, you you know, you talk about the things that you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. Um, Rodeo, the sport of rodeo. Um, if, if you're representing a local rodeo, you're going to talk about who the contestants are that are going to be coming to your rodeo. Um, you know, well, we've got, you know, the top rated calf roper in the world is going mm. to be coming to our event. Um, you talk about that su- s- sport, but you also talk about the Western values that mm. you have and the things that we love about the West. And, mm. you know, most cowgirls, and so that would include the rodeo queens mm-hmm. yeah they're kind of the get it done <clears throat> kind of people i mean you can count on them to get whatever it is done i mean yeah. they're not afraid to you do know, it to do it to put on their muck boots and their 
t-shirts and a ball cap and go out and muck stalls mm-hmm. or walk through the sloppy muddy field to wrangle some horses or brand a calf, you know, they're used to just getting a job done because they have those sets of values. And so I think, you know, a lot of times they end up speaking about those types of things, what mm-hmm. it's like, to, what it's like to live on a ranch or work on a ranch yeah, um, and be involved in the sport of rodeo. Did you find, uh, let me just clarify for the audience, I'm not a cowgirl. I've never been in my own rodeo queening competition, um, but I did grow up on a ranch. So there is that component. But what I find is even if there's, maybe you find it as well, even people who are near the western lifestyle or ranches or the egg component of an area there's still so much they don't understand that's what i found um because montana is a relatively rural state with a million people sixty thousand people live in great falls i grew up in a town of four people (laughs) i told you small um there's people in great falls that don't understand and you would think with it being so close to that even though they're lived here, they don't really necessarily get the whole gamut. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that separation between city and country, even in Montana, even in Great Falls, <laughs> a very agriculture area of Montana, um, yes, that is still true. And I think that is why, especially here, that rodeo queen that can bridge that gap Mm. and be the connection between city and country is very important um, because they, you know, the kids naturally gravitate towards rodeo queens. I don't know if you've noticed that before, but (laughs) they're like magnets. Rodeo queens, (laughs) it's something I think built into the crown that just little kids. Magnets. Yeah, yeah. So and they want the they want the autographs. They oh, want to touch yes, the hair. Sure. They yes. want to everything. Smile yeah. like well, it's but it also royalty. Gives, mm-hmm. It gives that rodeo queen that opportunity to have an influence mm-hmm. on those kids and to share those things about our lifestyle, our Western lifestyle, with them. For example, you know, come and pet my horse. Would mm-hmm. you Would you like to meet my horse? This is my horse. His name is Rocky. And mm-hmm. yeah, you can pet them. Go ahead, you know, mm-hmm. and t- and talk to them about. Well, this is a saddle. This is a bridle. This mm-hmm. is how we do this. Um, you know, do you clean it, your room when your mom asks? It, it, <laughs> that's a good girl. It's important <laughs> to have integrity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I I think it also then you know, it just furthers that you know that admiration that the the children have then to this figure. That is the rodeo queen mm-hmm. that, you know, she's beautiful and she's talented, but she knows, she knows everything about mm. um, horses and rodeo and, and then shares that with us. So, yeah, absolutely. I think it's, they're there to help bridge that gap yeah. between city and country. So what is the path then? We talked about yours, you know, you had one different levels, but You know, I think uh, most people are familiar with like the Miss USA, Miss America, where you have the bathing suit and the competition, the evening gown and the interviews and all of that. What are the steps and skill areas and things for becoming? Is there an evening gown or bathing suit (laughs) section for rodeo queens? If not, let's add (laughs) add add an evening gown (laughs) competition. You have to ride it. It's trick riding in an evening gown. (laughs) Yes, there we go. In an obstacle course. Yes. (laughs) While answering questions. We could could come up with a whole new competition here. Yes. (laughs) It's... It's similar to that. Is it a scholarship program as well? It is a scholarship program, typically. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the smaller or younger contests aren't. But as you get up to the higher level contests, certainly at the state and national level, Mm -hmm. yes, there are scholarships involved in that. But yes, it's um, they have to um, show proficiency of speaking. There's public speaking. Mm -hmm. There are interviews. So, you know, private speaking, being able to converse intelligently with Mm -hmm. um other people is important so there's lots of interviews public speaking there is modeling hmm. oh okay and, what kind? and usually what that is that it's western modeling okay and and you know sometimes it's formal wear or sometimes mm-hmm. it's just casual wear mm-hmm. um and you know the 
styles, the Western styles have changed. You know, every the progression. You know, I look back on the progression. Oh man, it has gone insane. Yes. Yeah, and Western styles, I think, are fun to look at, the, the different styles. And it's one of those you don't think is going to evolve like it has, mm. but mm, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but it has. So they, but they do, um, modeling is a part of it mm-hmm. because the rodeo, I mean, every rodeo queen you can think of, right? She's yep. beautiful. She's got the she can perfect model. outfits. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So modeling is part of that. Impromptu speaking mm-hmm. um, or impromptu questions mm-hmm. are usually a part perfect of that for as podcast well. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> perfect for if podcasts. you want to integrate the the contestants <laughs> into our podcast. Absolutely, yeah. we can do that. Yeah. We can do that. And then, of course, you know, at the Miss America pageant, they there's a talent, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. so for rodeo queens, their talent is horsemanship, mm-hmm. is the ability to ride a horse. Mm-hmm. And so, usually, there is a horsemanship competition. And they have to um, usually ride their own horse, and maybe sometimes it's provided horses, or maybe mm. they have to switch horses. Usually there's one or two patterns that they have to do um, horsemanship maneuvers with and mm-hmm. show their proficiency and ability to ride a horse, control that animal, and, of course, look beautiful while doing it <laughs> as well. Don't look flustered. The <laughs> level, I'm just going to say it, the level of skill to do yeah. all of that while holding a flag and not falling off mm-hmm. or hitting it on something overhead or having it pull you out of the saddle because you got the whole wind thing. Control an animal <sighs> while looking very just like and peaceful smiling, and smiling. And then waving. And, and yeah. I'm like, I don't, nope. <laughs> Well, as you know, nope. in Great Falls, the flag carriers do have to have some pretty yes. good upper arm strength. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> there's, just, there's no way that mm-hmm. you're going to catch me even trying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, even if I got through the delicate, ladylike experience of modeling <laughs> successfully, to to <laughs> it's not going to happen. The coordination level for me on a horse, holding a flag, With keeping wind. my hat on. Okay, well, I, I yeah. told you, these gals are... They're tough. cowgirls. Mm-hmm. They're tough. They're cowgirls that, you know, that toughness, that's mm-hmm. part of mm-hmm. the Western lifestyle. You know, you, mm-hmm. you, you, and I've got a good story for you. Okay. Ooh. We had a contestant. <laughs> I hope it's We had a contestant a one year. <laughs> it's not. Okay. But bear with me. We had a contestant once that had competed both for Miss Montana and Miss Rodeo Montana. And actually, oh, I believe cool. there has have been a few contestants who have competed okay. in both. But the one that I'm thinking of right now, her talent in the Miss Montana pageant was whip cracking. Oh. Oh. I mean, there's a talent over and that. It was amazing. <laughs> it was to music. Oh. Choreographed. Oh, my gosh. Holy moly. Multiple whips. Wow. That is impressive. This is not someone I want to go toe-to-toe and, with. And I will say, the whip cracking is not as easy as it... No. It's not just, you it's, know, as easy as it looks. Wow. It's hard. And and so I got to tell you, she was extremely talented. That's Because she could not only ride a horse, um, she but she also had this whip do, cracking yeah. routine that was uh, just phenomenal. Huh. So that's, that's pretty cool and unique. I mean, you got a lot Very of people saying or that's playing a, instruments. That's a Montana thing, right? Yeah, right? Right. What, yeah, can you imagine that on the National and the Miss America pageant? I don't think, you know, Miss New York is going to be a whip crack. <laughs> well, also, maybe Miss Wyoming, but yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's just a skill set that should intimidate and scare most people. Yeah, right. Yeah. That yes. is impressive. So, yeah. yeah. I think that's they awesome. They should lead with yeah. that on a date. Be like, <laughs> here's the My deal. My hidden talent is whip cracking. <laughs> Phenomenal with a whip. Yeah. Not but in the way me, you think. Right. <laughs> let me clarify. That wasn't a come on. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. Jody, <laughs> share if you can the most amazing wreck you've ever seen with Ooh. someone carrying a flag. Oh. You've had to have seen at least one. Or have you been in oh. one? Oh. No. Um, actually, I haven't really. The flag carrying wrecks, no. Usually, you know, usually they let go of the flag and it just, it drops. Starts flying away. It drops and. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. Nothing spectacular. Mm. Yeah. Well, at the NFR, was it 
two years ago, one of the rodeo contestants, they do the ride out at the beginning representing all the cowboys. He had a he had a flag incident that rendered him useless for the rest of the NFR. <laughs> so like it's not Oh my gosh. A flag incident. I think <laughs> that probably was a technical term there that you used. Yes. Flag incident. <laughs> Yeah, yes. you know, I want to go it. watch this now. And I don't know if um, the interview with my husband, if he maybe had shared that story or mm-hmm. not. But mm-hmm. no. But we're now the proud owners of that lovely horse. Too. Oh, so. are you? <laughs> <laughs> I do not believe it was the horse's issue. <laughs> yeah, um, this probably more didn't well, listen was, to the flag introduction. It, it was partly the horse's. Oh. Uh, Yes. I need to go watch this. I have no idea what you guys are talking yeah, okay. about. Well, there we go. So there was that one. And yes, that was, that was not a good incident. That's okay. for sure. For the awful. contestant. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, how does someone... Wait, I'll back up. <laughs> Gary dropped the bomb for us that you ran the Montana Rodeo Queen competition. Are you still doing that? I'm not still doing it, um, but... How long did you do it? I did probably about, so oh, I don't know, close to 15 years, I wow. would say. So I'm yeah. just going to call you the executive director of the Montana Rodeo Queen Competition, Your Majesty. That's the title <laughs> we're going to use. Um, <laughs> Her Royal Highness, the executive yeah. director of... Mm-hmm. Your Highness. Mm-hmm. Um, what does it take to get to that level? someone willing like to you can't it. i can't just go oh i'm gonna, I'm gonna run, run for miss Ro- no i'm not i'm gonna compete for miss oh, rodeo montana oh, yeah. like i, I don't How think do you do that? well and that's the you know where you're involved with horses and rodeo and then these clinics they have clinics um all over you know everywhere every state has rodeo queen clinics and Is that's where the girls limit? go to learn you know they like start Miss America. Uh, yes, there is, hmm. um, and you know I've I've been away from it for a few years. So and the years have changed, but I, hey. I want to say like twenty four. Okay, you can say whatever you want. Twenty four, twenty five. <laughs> People Somewhere can try to there. fact check it. Yeah. No. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we say is our truth. Yeah. But yeah, the girls have to go okay. and learn. They yeah. learn all those things and, and then they study. They have to study all the stuff. So you have to go to, to the know. clinics. You can't just show you up competition You need to go to the day. clinics and okay. learn what it is that you, you know, to compete in all these different areas, the, the public speaking, the modeling and the But questions. you also, don't you have to win like a local? You, you don't. You don't have to. Oh. No, you don't hmm. have to. That's um, a misconception it, I have. Yeah, and I think in some states they do have that requirement, um, but Montana doesn't. Nope. Yeah, Montana. Is Open there door. a mm-hmm. Mrs. Rodeo? There isn't. Hmm. There okay. isn't, but um, there's no could reason be. why. So you're out of luck. There for... could be someday. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My college roommate competed for Miss Rodeo Montana. She did not win, hmm. but she was here for an entire week, and this was the 90s. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and because it takes that long, you to do all, those, all the, the horsemanship and mm-hmm. the, all the different judging processes that you have to do. I was just happy that I only had to come and watch her do the one day, like mm-hmm. the crowning day. They did the walk and did the model, and then they someone got crowned. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to be here all week sewing things onto people and <laughs> doing hair, and which was helpful. Yeah. I don't and know sewing, if she had a team clothes. local yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, if you just abandoned her. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to come to the competition. We'll have a team of people that'll help you. Mm-hmm. You don't need to bring your own people, which was helpful. Mm-hmm. Well, I have found or I have seen in those years that I was working with the pageant directly, um, there were a number of girls that had competed two or three times oh. for the title and again i think it goes back to that those western values i mean determination is one yeah. of them and you know if you're going to compete for something you know you, that competitive spirit comes out and and it's also you know we're passionate about we're passionate about our horses we're passionate about yeah. the west we're passionate about wanting to do this and so yeah they would come back two or three times and I think one of my one of my one of my favorite stories um, is a, a gal. Her name is Callie, and she competed three times. Wow! She did not achieve her goal of winning the title, but she eventually 
landed a job with Montana Silversmiths, Hmm. who, Mm -hmm. as you know, is a great, a very well-respected, you know, a leader in, you know, the jewelry industry in the Western world. And they they sell jewelry, you know, worldwide. Mm -hmm. Um, And she is their events coordinator. She has worked probably, I want to say, close to 20 years for them now and is you know, one of their top people mm. in their organization now. And, you know, I can't help but think that, you know, a lot of that, the skills mm-hmm. for her to get that job came from um, the things she did to prepare mm-hmm. um, for the competing for Miss Rodeo Montana. And she's, you know, she might not have achieved her goal of becoming Miss Rodeo Montana, but she is very much a representative of the Western way of life mm-hmm. and the Western industry. And so in a way, yes, you know, she she's is a winner. She's mm-hmm. a winner and she's, a, you know, perfect representative. Yeah. So that's awesome. I love that story. Yeah. yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Because I think it is important for people to understand you don't have to win to be uh, get a valuable experience mm-hmm. out yes. of the competition. And you certainly don't have to necessarily be a part of the competition even to have respect for what it takes to be in right. there so right. and those skills are so important in the rest of life right if you can speak well think on your feet Absolutely. all of those things I mean those are maybe I should have competed <laughs> no. like, our, our podcast doesn't represent this but, uh, no but those are all really important skills for anything you're going to for do in anything life. and mm-hmm. I think you know as someone who who was a pageant director you know that's why you, that's why you kept doing it that's why mm-hmm. you volunteer for that organization because the girls are so inspiring and you know what it does for them and mm-hmm. uh, you know personally having done it myself i know i believed in it i believed in the value that it could give yeah. any young woman whether they achieved that goal or not um just the process of going through it um, gives you so many skills that you're going to use for the rest of your life. You know, being able to talk to anybody anywhere, um, you know, being able to speak in front of people, um, answer questions on the fly. You know, <laughs> Do a like podcast that. sometime. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It's just, and, and to me, it was just, it was very inspiring because every single one of those girls, you know, every year a new, a new group of girls comes along and they're, you know, just more and more and more talented than mm-hmm. the ones before. Yeah. So when you when people go to a rodeo and they're gonna sit and watch bareback riding and then there's gonna be a break and they're gonna get everything set up for the next event, you're gonna see that rodeo queen or the local princess of that circuit, that rodeo, run by, wave and smile. That's usually the most interaction people are gonna have in the passive form of rodeo queens, unless you're attending some of the pageants and sewing things onto people um (laughs) there there's just that level that you're not engaged in so what would someone not know kind of that behind the scenes what goes into that Mm. um that you can have a little bit newfound respect for that queen that's running through if if for some reason just holding the flag or waving and riding (laughs) in a circle (laughs) it's not enough for you people Mm. (laughs) because it's enough for Mm me Clearly, you've never tried to ride a horse. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, I think I think you know that they're that they're horse women. They love their horses. You know, any rodeo queen is going to tell you at length about their horse. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very connected to their horses, uh, and that passion and so it, you know, that extends to animals. Basically, you know, like they're just very passionate about their animals horses in particular but you know the amount of work that goes into that beforehand before you see the girl with the flag riding out I mean she had to get up and feed the horse muck out the stall make sure you have fresh water fresh food brush the horse saddle the horse bridle the horse make sure he's warmed up you know there's just so much that goes into that behind the scenes to get ready for the for that one quick ride through that people don't that yeah. people a, a lot of times don't realize. And, you know, really at a rodeo, like at Great Falls Rodeo, for example, the rodeo queen, you know, she may have a rodeo slack performance, which is just the, the contestants that aren't up in the actual performance. Um, 
there's a slack performance. So she may have to ride and help chase out stock during that performance. Then she may have a luncheon to go to. She may make a hospital visit or mm. a nursing home visit or mm -hmm. a school visit. Um, she may have a kitty rodeo to put on in the hour or two before the rodeo starts to interact with the kids that are coming to the rodeo. And then, of course, she's got to get her own horse ready and get on her horse to prepare for that, you know, again, that girl on, on the horse carrying the flag that you see <laughs> come in there. So she may have had a full day of activities before the rodeo even starts. And we don't have it at um, the Big Sky Pro Rodeo Roundup, which happens at the end of July-ish. Correct. Um, but some places have mutton busting, and we've discussed this. <laughs> we do have in mutton the busting. Oh, See how uninformed we do have, I am. And, and the queens all help with the mutton busting. I was busting. just going to say. Mm -hmm. they, they make sure the, the little tyke that falls off the sheep gets, <laughs> gets, gets up and a hug. Up yeah. and waves <laughs> in the crowd and gets back in line and goes the right direction. Yeah. Now, my former co-host, Maddie, uh, when I did the episode and I taught her about rodeos, uh, which was entertaining to say the least uh, <laughs> she asks a lot of questions and i'm like oh i never even thought to figure out what that actually means we talked about slack i did not probably explain at all what that was in that episode so thank you jody for handling that one for me <laughs> but one of the things she said which i found funny and immediately said don't ever say that again <laughs> so we're repeating it yes we are we'll see what jody's uh, response yeah, there we go. is Boy. Okay. She said she wanted to be a buckle bunny. Oh. Oh. See, and I, that was my exact response. And for people who aren't seeing this on video, there was a grimace. It was like, ooh, we, we, don't, we don't use that term. When it, I, to speak you know. highly of someone, you don't use that term. When I did the, the Yellowstone season premiere episode, there were young women cast as buckle bunnies that were supposed to, you know, they there were. So if you watch season five premiere... They're the girls who were hanging out with all of the, the okay. bunkhouse boys dancing with them. That, uh, yeah, there's not really a good connotation. It's kind it. of well, a negative the, term. It yeah. is, yes, it has negative connotations. And I think, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole Yellowstone thing, you know, that, that really has brought a resurgence in all of yeah. anything Western. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think also in rodeo queens and yeah. stuff. But I really believe there's, you have on two sides of the coin, and there would be rodeo queens on the one side and probably buckle bunnies on, on the yeah. other yeah. side yeah. of the coin. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, They're not one and yeah. the same. No. So until you until you know the difference, folks, don't use that don't term. Don't call them that. <laughs> yeah. Don't use that term unless you know what it means. Mm -hmm. Rodeo queens do have buckles. Yes. Not buckle bunnies. But that's not They're the not term to correct. use for them. Yes. Yes. In general. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. <laughs> there could be a crossover once Subjective. in a while. <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um that's a good point. Yeah. Way to yeah. Education on that term. Yep. That's good. I you know, that's what we're here for. <laughs> to, edu <laughs> to educate folks. <laughs> uh so we talk we talk some about what just what's involved in the day of maybe on these rodeos, but it is really busy. A lot of time on the road, from my understanding. I mean, talk about kind of the what their their the crowning year looks like for these Ooh, queens. Yeah. Like how often they travel, if they're yeah. doing it on their own. Like have what you ever that stripped like. someone of their crown? <gasps> oh, no. scandalous! Sorry, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> I feel like this is young and the restless. <laughs> They hey, became a buckle bunny, so we stripped them of the crown. <laughs> we need to know these things. That, like, might, there's that no could happen seedy, on Yellowstone. That could, yeah, that there could. is no seedy <laughs> underbelly. That's all we're. That's all we're trying to bring to light here. Asking the questions, mm. finding Exposing out, exposing no. the truth. Ingham, that's not what happens. Well, they do travel a lot, yeah. and I would say, especially in Montana, a because we're such a big a state, state. Um, yeah. and b because well we are a very western state we have a lot of rodeos yeah. in montana mm -hmm. so they're on the road a lot of times um and then of course it's not just rodeos i mean there are local community festivals that they go to you know riding parades and mm -hmm. yeah speak to the local civic organizations or visit a school 
um, talk to some kids, um, put on a little kitty rodeo. Something when they're like crowned Miss Rodeo Montana, is there, does the pageant itself say you must attend this many rodeos, you must do this many speaking engagements, this is what you, you are usually not allowed to do? You don't have to tell them there's a, you know, you must do this because they want to. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, if anything, you kind of have to say, you know, yeah. probably three Rain rodeos in, in one will. day is probably yeah. too much. much. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Just my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's usually how enthusiastic they are is they want to do everything. They, mm-hmm. you know, you have one year to accomplish all of the things that you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And so most of them want to go to as many places mm-hmm. as they can mm-hmm. and um, do as many really cool things. That, you know, as a particularly a state title holder, you get asked to do a lot of really unique things that, mm-hmm. you know, probably that a lot of things that the public would not get to do. Maybe it's, you know, ride in a helicopter or, mm-hmm. you know, just some really unique experiences yeah. um, that you probably will never get the opportunity to do again. So, yeah, they want to do as much of those mm-hmm. as they positively can cram into a year. And then as a state title holder, they get invited to other um, larger rodeos throughout the nation too. Oh. Um, and so it's it's a thing. It's a thing. You know, all the rodeo queens, they, you know, they, they invite other rodeo queens um, to their state to go to whatever, you know, the premier rodeo is. Cheyenne Frontier Days in if their it's states. Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. That's Cheyenne would be one. I mean, there's, there's, Pendleton you know, every, Roundup. every state kind of has, you know, their, the one, the one mm, or two that crowning they jewel. invite all the other state queens. Do they go across to come. national borders like Calgary Stampede or anything? They do occasionally okay. too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And, and as well, the Canadian um, title holder comes down to a lot of the rodeos down here as well. Yeah. Is there a national competition? Does Miss Rodeo Montana become Miss? Yes. Rodeo Yes, there's America. a Miss there's a Miss Rodeo America pageant and all the states send a representative to that. Do all the states have representatives? You know, now there are actually quite a few on the East Coast that that never had before that mm-hmm. now are starting to send. Mm-hmm. Um, and cool. there are quite a few rodeos now um, throughout the East Coast as well. So it is becoming more of a thing back mm. east. Of course yeah. it's you know, mostly prevalent in the West, but yes, and that's been going on since s- at least the fifties. Mm. Oh, um, cool! Yeah. So sometime, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a while, a little time. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> Montana has never won. What? Montana has never won. This really? seems a little rigged. It does. Yeah, it, I know. You How would think we Montana? would be shooting, yeah. right? Right. Well, especially since one contestant one state how are we not how are we not one of the top yeah <gasps> I know. Wow. The crap. I know. I know. did but you there have been some close ones okay there have been um has wyoming quite a few runners up the national yes wyoming is one. this mm. is cr- this yeah is I, that's bothersome nothing no. <laughs> against you wyoming because but we're montana we have twice as many people as you again still <laughs> just one representative but i feel maybe we've been slighted mm-hmm. we I don't know. We might need to start a button campaign. Yeah. Um, I'll do more than that. She's going to rig it. <laughs> Find out who is in charge. Yeah. And I think not because we haven't had, you know, qualified or great applicants because I, I you know, personally, I, I, I've seen a lot of gals that I just, you know, was certain this, you this know, is going to wow, be the year. This yeah. is going to be the year, you know, this gal's got it all. and. Mm. And uh, but still nothing. Um, did yeah. you get to compete? Did you I go did to the national too. level? Okay. I did compete too. What yes. was that experience we, like? You know, it was so long ago. I <laughs> really, <laughs> I have either blocked it from my memory or I, or I can't remember yeah. that far back. But yeah. it, it, it was different. It was you know a little bit different then. Mm. Um, not only the clothing, <laughs> the clothing was a lot different yeah. then. I will tell you that much. <laughs> um, but that was it was before. Uh, you know, social media and all that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you didn't, you know, when I went there, I didn't know, I maybe knew one other. One oh, other yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. Queen. That would now, be a lot different. I it? mean, before they're even crowned, they know, they know they every, every other title mm-hmm. holder and they chat, yeah. chat yeah. and talk back and forth all yeah. the time. So there's, you know, it's kind of more of a sorority now. Mm. And whereas, you know, back then, 
um, yeah. yeah, I kind of, I felt like I went into a little blind. Mm. Are the nationals always held in the same location? They have been for quite some time in Las Vegas. Is they it were done in Oklahoma before the City. NFR? It, it is, yes. Okay. Yeah, and they were in Oklahoma City when the national finals was in Oklahoma City, too. Um, it's also been held in Dallas, Texas. Uh, or no, was it in Dallas? Well, now I can't remember. Well, but there was a year when the NFR was in they, Dallas. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, well, it was. <laughs> we believe you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so here in Montana, the historically, I don't know what has happened in the last 10, 15 years. I'll just come out and say that. But up until my recent knowledge, uh, Miss Rodeo Montana was held in Great Falls, and it was the week leading up to PRCA Circuit Finals Rodeo in January. So that would have been under your reign. Yes, and kind of overlapped with the pageant, which or yep. with the circuit finals, which made it fun because, you know, everyone's in town for the rodeo yeah. and lots of family and friends. And uh, that, that makes for a great event because lot, lots of attendance. People is to go. that still when it is held, the pageant competition, or is it held in I, the summer now? I believe it is changing now. Okay. And, the, and one of the reasons why uh, is... Because the national pageant is in December, oh, um, most most other states had adopted a model where their pageant was held sometime in the summertime, and then she was selected then, mm. and then January she was crowned the state title holder. So that oh. gave that gave those title those women six months or so you know three to six months to really prepare and Mm -hmm. hit the ground running Mm -hmm. yeah and then they could you know serve their year of rain and at the end of their year rain they went to compete for miss rodeo america oh and so montana for a long time was at a little bit of a disadvantage because you were crowned and hit the ground running crown (laughs) and if you yeah if you didn't really know if you were going to get it or not and then you got it well you better yeah. put a plan together oh fast gosh. because yeah. you had to get a, you know wardrobe lined up and yeah. lots of training and yeah. preparation for the national pageant in addition to doing your year of rain. So um, it, yeah. it did put us at a little bit of a disadvantage. This so they, I think mm. they are moving to that model where they Might select them earlier and, and then they start <laughs> in January. So, mm. yeah, see, that could have had some... Mm. A little bit of a stressful, everything happening all at once moment. Not that our cowgirls can't handle it, but it's a lot of work. And then you need your roommate to sew clothes. They're like, no, I'm done. I'm done with you. (laughs) You won. We're over. Do you remember you were talking about how um, these women get to experience some unique things because they have the title riding in helicopters you know things like that as an example do you remember anything like a unique experience you got to do well not that I got to do but another one that comes to mind was um for for a few years in Montana our title holder um was uh, kind of as a guest slash representative Mm -hmm. um of the the department of egg i believe when they would go to japan oh cool and got to go with the delegation yeah to japan to talk egg yeah um, neat with them and so for a few select ladies Mm -hmm. that was that's kind of quite an amazing experience Mm -hmm. yeah yeah see i walk around the city um just wanting to have privilege and um <laughs> this, is, this is a whole other podcast again <laughs> gotta get you a crown well no. you know we've had this conversation of like what kind of a check do i have to write in order to get like the the special chair at the bar or a reserved <laughs> seat somewhere yeah. or to have privileges when i walk in and people go hey yeah. um <laughs> like cheers i don't really want to yeah. put in the work yeah. i just want to walk around like i'm important that's fair. Yeah. 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 i'm thinking the crown this would do spot that. saved for <laughs> yeah the crown would do that but there's a lot of work to get the crown yeah. <laughs> just so. wear your own and then someone be like oh you're what why do you have a crown, crown? I, you well, don't you know that. and then i'd you, walk away you could try that <laughs> 
could see you what could happens. try. Just walk around with the crown and I have one at home. I that doesn't surprise <laughs> me. <laughs> Just kidding. That's really pretty. <laughs> Jody's like oh, these imposters. <laughs> it doesn't look like a rodeo. Mm. Is it like a dollar store? Crown? No, it is really a nice one. Okay, <laughs> that's not the point. Yeah. I want privilege. Wedding veil crown. Is um, I did wear it on my wedding day. Okay. Oh, there okay. you go. Okay, it's very pretty. I like it. I'll wear it one day for a podcast oh, episode. Perfect. Yeah, you should have. <laughs> just don't. We'll just pick a really random guest to choose to <laughs> unveil that. Oh yes. Do you still have your crown oh from when gosh. you were Miss Rodeo Washington? I, oh gosh, I, no, I don't think I do. Oh, oh man, no. what happened to it? No, They'd I think it, take it back. It got oh. passed to the next curve. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. you don't get any type of commemorative crown? No. Hmm. no. You have a buckle. I would want a crown. The girls keep their <laughs> buckles. Traditionally, okay. that's what they keep. That's but probably. The, the I mean, crown, the crown, yeah. Mm. So that, you know. Their the crown doesn't <laughs> end up, you know, at the bar. Yeah. Uh-huh. The night or <laughs> Rebecca doesn't end up with that. Yes. <laughs> Walk into a bar with a sphere of influence that I'm Where not allowed to have and go, what is it going to take yeah. for me to own that crown? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that is a good idea that it gets passed along. <laughs> well, you wouldn't mm. want to have a new one every time, but, yeah. you know, getting a... It is kind of one of those unwritten rules, too, that a rodeo queen... You know, if, if if whether it's a kid or a An grown adult male kid that says, "Let me put your crown on," you just, you don't. Nope. You know, you know, mm-hmm. it's Protect your the crown. crown. You. Yeah. Well, Nobody else wears it. You're gonna you. have yeah. to act with a little bit of dignity and respect mm-hmm. for yourself and others. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's <laughs> what they teach you. The competitions. <laughs> How you got to the crown is you have that. Yeah. Have that ability. Yeah. What do you think was your favorite fashion trend for Ooh. rodeo queens while you were pageant director? I like mm. that question. Wow. Um, well, there was kind of, a, I went through a lot of transition years. Mm. So um, I think, you know, early on it moved from, do you remember like prairie skirts? Mm. Do you yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Prairie skirts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I remember those? So then it transitioned from prairie skirts to leather skirts, oh, mm-hmm. and then from leather skirts to to like full leather dresses. Oh yeah, and okay. they became quite ornate and beautiful, mm. and yes. and then you know all kinds of embellishment and beautiful, you know sometimes with a train or not a train or neat sleeves or mm. um, I think. To, for me, that was because mm. the they were just glamorous. so beautiful. They were yeah. very glamorous. It was, and it was such a big change from the prairie skirts. Yes, let's face <laughs> it. Um, yeah, it was. It was beautiful. But I also, I, I still think it's just an iconic Western look. Like so, back maybe the like 60s, 70s, the suits, and actually oh, yeah. in the, in the early 80s when I um, was started being a rodeo queen i i had suits then too oh. and you'd had everything you had the gloves yeah and you had a scarf mm-hmm. and you had a suit and you know it was all one color yeah it was a matching i remember those and they were usually polyester but yep. <laughs> they were starting to do other fabrics i think yeah. at one point i had a velvet Ooh. velvet Ooh. jacket in a sequin jacket, but mm. but I mean, looking back to like the sixties and the seventies, though that look, that classic look yeah. with the matching colored hat. Oh. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. actually, yeah. I think that's pretty stunning too. Well, and it is a little timeless. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you is is love of rhinestones and sequins a must for these outfits? You know, most I I have found they're fairly bejeweled. Most rodeo queens. <laughs> Do, don't go anywhere without their rhinestones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sequins. My sewing technique was um, really sequin filled, mm-hmm. uh, making sure I did. Yeah. <laughs> They're not easy They're, to sew. You'll find, yeah. you'll find the odd rodeo queen that is more of a naturalist and mm-hmm. likes the more of the, you know, buckskins, browns. Yeah. Um, a little plainer, but I'd say 
98 percent of them are and you were a rhinestone i was more of the Mm -hmm. yes rhinestone and sparkle it's almost the reason to do it right (laughs) i mean because honestly i show up tomorrow in a full (laughs) sequin outfit people are gonna wonder what's going on but if jody shows up you're like oh Oh, rodeo this rodeo (laughs) that's true it takes the right person to pull that off and I do have some sequins at home, and yep. I'll wear it one mm-hmm. day. And if you, you people love be- horses <laughs> and you love sequins. I mean, there you it's, go. It's kind of it's in your blood. Did it's- you ever have to have a horse like that? You had to like get used to all of the sequins and sparkle and shininess. Um, no, because I feel like some horses no. like don't. No, love not really. That. And and um, you know, for parades, when you do a mm-hmm. parade, mm-hmm. it's also traditional. You have a really nice bouquet of flowers. Ooh behind your oh. saddle mm-hmm. which is beautiful yeah. um and it, it's surprising but i really have never seen a horse freak out to that either That's which you saying. would think you yeah. would think could happen mm-hmm. but you know they seem to yeah and parades are just okay full of that. people if it's i was a, a horse it's I'd a be lot like, for a horse mm-hmm. not every horse it can be <laughs> a parade horse not every no. horse is a parade horse no um, i'm done with yeah. this well oh. and it, little little inside tip you know those uh who are listening are looking for a great bomb-proof kids horse oh a rodeo queen horse mm. yeah well it would is, have to be yeah, yeah. kind of seen and done a lot of things mm-hmm. so they're usually you, pretty solid <laughs> yeah do you and gary have one for sale <laughs> and no. i was like uh, is a pitch coming here <laughs> and you can get yours <laughs> when you visit great falls go home with a rodeo horse <laughs> But there, yeah, we can hook you. <laughs> yeah, we talked with Gary quite a bit about different kinds of horses and how you do have to spend time with the horse to figure out what they're going to be good at because you can't just pick a random horse and go, right. okay, we're going to go do. Yeah, do we're going to go down a parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right. <laughs> Same as right. Let's run some barrels. <laughs> no, yeah. lady, right. I'm not going to mm-hmm. do that. So. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of work to getting the horse to mm-hmm. be comfortable with you and, and then yeah. doing, you know, trusting you to do some of the stuff you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like and parades. that goes into part of the whole, you know, for the parents who have girls who want to go into rodeo queening, you know, it is important to find the right horse because you don't want something bad to happen. Yeah. And you don't want to terrify your child either yeah. <laughs> if something bad bad happens. So it is important to get a really good solid horse if sh- if you think she wants to do something like that because you want one that's going to be, like you say, good in a parade, not, mm-hmm. you know, unflappable. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. If there's a stiff wind blowing in Great Falls and the flags are flying and right. there's a marching band behind you, you know, you want a horse that's still going to walk down the street yeah be like "Eh, that's Mm -hmm. nothing yeah Yeah. horses that don't like just flapping flags alone that's right yeah that's right Mm -hmm. did you barrel race i did not no okay i did not i um showed horses Mm -hmm. and i was in 4-h and did many years of 4-h and um showed and did play days Mm -hmm. and stuff but no never barrel raced i just that was not uh did you do the the jumping the no okay no I and I did not do trick off. riding either. So yeah. there we go. <laughs> hey, you know, just one, just getting our ground level done mm-hmm. here. Yeah, did, I did mm-hmm. both English and Western in okay. showing. Um, so, you Same know, with did, my friend. Did every mm-hmm. class I could, you know, enter. Yeah. Um, just wanting to do everything there was to do with a horse. So. Yeah. Do you have a favorite rodeo event? Or are you just into pickup men? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she I've just likes waiting. to watch the pickup. You have been waiting to ask <laughs> that. Like I, it's written on the back of my card. No, it's not. You can see. Make joke about pickup man. <laughs> Do you have a favorite well, rodeo event? When you're married to a pickup man, I think you naturally you're going to gravitate towards the bronc riding, the yeah. classic event of rodeo, as it's called. Yeah. Um, I I guess yes, I enjoy watching the bucking horses and and in particular saddle mm. bronc riding. Do you ever Air get nervous during, like for Gary during those events? Or are you like, yeah, it's what he signed up for. He's fine. I, yeah. <laughs> he's a big Because I would kind of be like that, I think. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's fine. You know, I I don't. A lot mm-hmm. of people have asked me that. Do mm. you get nervous? Do you worry? And no, I don't. Yeah. I don't. He, you know, that's his thing. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. He's yeah. That's what he's always done. And, you know, usually if there's a situation that happens that looks like it could get whoa you know 
this could get hairy. Yeah. I'm always like, well, get in there and get it, Gary. You're right. <laughs> you know, like Figure it out. he, kn- That's he knows what to for. do. Yeah. He knows what to do. And I, I have that confidence in him that yeah. he, he knows he's, he's done it for so long. He's yeah. seen just about every thing that can happen, but you know, it, it's an animal when you're working with an animal mm-hmm. and a, you know, contestant and a different rodeo arena every weekend stuff happens there's yeah. just you know sometimes there's just weird things that happen mm-hmm. so. so i don't know if you listeners have figured it out yet but um there's a rodeo coming up mm-hmm. june 16th 17th yes in or 17th 18th i think in yeah, belt mm-hmm. it's like the first summer rodeo for our area mm-hmm. um so two-day rodeo get to see queens it's a great rodeo mm-hmm. i've never been it's really good oh, it's a they've got one a mm-hmm. wonderful small arena you really can get right up close to the action yeah um they do a really great job and belt the dusty glico bull riding challenge coming oh. up in june as well isn't right. it right. yeah like the first weekend i think yeah Something like that. I don't remember the date off the top of my head, but yeah, in June right. Mm-hmm. Right. at the Expo Park. Yeah. yeah, we've had people reach out. They're excited to come down and watch that. Mm-hmm. So, and it is one of the things when people come to visit Great Falls, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to go to a rodeo. And we've it's, had this conversation, yeah. rodeo and a powwow. Like yeah. they just go hand in hand. It's and, a Montana thing to do. Yeah. yeah. But they are not available anytime, anywhere that you want right. to see them. Yeah. <laughs> we can't just put one on well, I, because you're here. You're here. Right. And they don't happen. <laughs> they happen often, but they're not. Like it's not a guarantee every weekend. like a sale yeah. at Herberger's right. was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which happened good all one. the time. That's uh-huh. a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so if someone comes out here, they're drawn to, you know, the Western way of life. They want to come here. They want to experience the rodeo. What do you say? Like, what should people prepare themselves for? What should people watch for? What, what do you hope people take I away think, from that? You know, I say immerse yourself in it. Mm-hmm. Go to the Western store. I was going to say, Make okay, sure are, you you your, in, get, are you in? Are you into that? Get like, all in. Get all, get all in. The, okay. Yes. Go see yeah. Mike at Hoagland's. And get all dressed up. We don't care if you wear your hat backwards. <laughs> I mean, get get a hat. Get a cowboy yeah. hat. If you want fringe, get fringe. If you, you want sequins, exactly. get sequins. If you don't want any of that, just get a t-shirt. And <laughs> as a former rodeo queen, I got to say, fringe and sequins are the way to go. They are in. Yes. Bejeweled pockets. So yes, go all in. Do immerse yourself in the whole experience. Um, you know, if you can, meet the rodeo queen, meet the rodeo clown, um, talk to some people, just say hi, tell them yeah. where you're from. Cause, um, they enjoy like, so the, the Queens travel to a lots of rodeos. Right. Mm-hmm. But then also the, like the rodeo clown, mm-hmm. um, the bullfighters, the pickup yep. men. I mean, they travel to a lot of rodeos. They, for the most part, love talking to people and sharing experiences. So yeah, if you're from out of town, like, just come up, say hi. Tell and us if about you yourself. Have and questions about rodeo? Yeah, ask. It's yeah. really easy to identify who the queen is. At, <laughs> sure is right. at the events, and go just walk up and go. I think you can answer my questions, and mm-hmm. they'll go more than likely. I can. Yeah. Well, and more than likely, you might even get like a behind the scenes yeah. tour, or you know, hey, yeah. come on back. Let me introduce you to some people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or what have you done? What have you seen? Let me point out some other places that would be great for you to go to Mm -hmm. if you want to see more of the West. So, And they're like the easiest athletes to follow. (laughs) Because of the jingle jangle of the spurs? That? No. No. Literally follow. Yeah. Um, Because they're going to the next rodeo. So you can just follow them to the next rodeo. Exactly. Uh, But you get better access than, let's say, you know, an NFL quarterback. Yeah. I mean, if you're following him around, you're not going to really be be described more as a stalker and asked to leave. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The stadiums are a lot smaller. Yes. The the Mm -hmm. rodeo's in. So. Mm -hmm. Well, that is neat because you can get. Yeah. Easy access. You can talk to people. Meet them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want to embark on a life of stalking, <laughs> rodeo's, <laughs> rodeo's the way to go. To yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. don't be a stalker. That's weird. Be Unless a fan. you be a fan and yeah. show up to all the rodeos. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you got a lot of options in Great Falls this summer for that. Um, not only do we have Big Sky Pro Rodeo Roundup, we got the one in Belt, we've got the one in Augusta, which I think is the Montana's oldest or largest one day rodeo. Mm. 
it's one of those things. So well, there's a lot of stories about everyone's you know, got one. back in the day in Augusta how how mm. wild it was. Yeah, lots of stories, and it is still wild. I mean, it's kind of the whole it's the whole West. two the whole two blocks of town yeah. fills <laughs> with people. Yeah, the myths are true. Mm-hmm. Go to Augusta. Yeah, stay in Great Falls. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, there's nowhere to stay in Augusta. Not anymore. <laughs> So you have to, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> charter a bus. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Do it safely. So make your trip mm-hmm. to Great Falls. Attend a rodeo. Uh, you've learned more than you probably thought you would. Uh, listening to this episode, mm-hmm. more behind the scenes stuff that you that you need to know about rodeo and yeah. rodeo queens and how much fun that is and what kind of commitment it is and that it's okay to wear rhinestones if you're not a rhinestone person. Yeah, just go for it. Just Absolutely. do it. Jody, thanks for hanging out with yeah. us. Thank you. Thank you. It was fun. It was really fun. I, don't you mean your majesty? I mean your majesty. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take my chastising out in the lobby <laughs> when we're done. <laughs> How dare you. So, folks, if you need help planning your next trip to our wonderful community, you can do that at visitgreatfallsmontana.org. You could call Shannon at 406-7-614436. You can email us at information at org, Or you could listen to other podcast episodes, which are just full of information on of them. what to do mm-hmm. experiencing here. 120-some mm-hmm. episodes, plenty of Plenty to dig into. Plenty of options. Including Gary's, which is one of our most popular episodes, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's a pickup man and Jody's husband. So, yeah, yeah, it's a family thing around here. (laughs) Is this our first husband, wife, like that both of them have been on our podcast? Um, Separately, I would have to say yes. We've had husband, wife teams Mm -hmm. that have come in and done an episode, like Matt and Jolene have come in Mm -hmm. and done shows uh, about Keller Geist. Yeah. so we've had husband-wife teams, but not like separate. Their own separate episodes. Yeah. Mm. Congratulations. Well, yeah. wow, that's quite an honor. <laughs> Another title for you. <laughs> well, when you each have such a depth of knowledge in, in yeah. s- different areas, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what happens. Exactly. So, folks, thanks for listening. We've had a blast. And until we see your bright, smiling, happy, healthy, beautiful face here in Great Falls, We hope you're creating amazing memories with your friends and family wherever you might be. See you soon. We're No Damn Experts is the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good.